want to learn how to become a millionaire? Are you committed to having financial freedom? To learn the secrets to building and managing a million dollar business, whatever it takes? Because today the opportunities are greater than ever to achieve your goals. Welcome to How to Be a Millionaire. In this show, we are on a mission to educate and empower a thousand new millionaires over the next 10 years through our nonprofit foundation at millionairestraining.org and through our fast track implementation programs at millionairesacademy.com. I'm your host, Sydney O'Sullivan. Some call me the Millionaire's Mentor because I've been building million dollar businesses for over 20 years. And in this show, I interview other millionaires in my network and get them sharing their best advice to create your big vision, discover your life purpose and legacy, build your dream team, develop a millionaire mindset, scale your business, invest for success, and manage and share your wealth and prosperity over the long term. I hope you enjoy the show. A book on social media where the social media platform is going to change every day and you don't have any control over that is probably not the best book concept. You, it, it's a good book concept, but it's no, probably- no, That one, that particular book is in a book funnel. So what happens yeah. is I send them a link to the funnel. They have to opt in to get the book and then they're offered a webinar masterclass where right. they can learn from me and get more help. And if they need- they want to become a paying client because that's the thing about the publishing industry is there for years and years and years you had to fight to get a book contract with a publisher yes and then you uh gave all your rights away but the publisher would pay for everything so there's still a understanding or and sometimes they even give you an advance right and right. occasionally a publisher will pay you to write the book uh what a lot of people don't realize is that it's like a, it's like a, a deposit because if your book doesn't sell or they get a whole bunch of returns, they may ask you for that money back. So you got to read your contract. But <laughs> um, but there's a there's a thinking in in yeah. people's minds that the publisher is going to pay for everything. But in today's world, that's just it's just not the best way to go. And do you self publish because you have I self publish? Yeah, you, I self publish. You want control over your book, right? Yes, yeah, yes. I agree. I want to be able to do what I, so like the boss woman rock book I wrote originally to do what you just said to, I was saying these same things over and over again. They're evergreen business strategies that don't change regardless of what happens on Facebook that week. It, it, it's not tied to tactics. It's tied to strategy. And I kept saying the same things over and over again. And I, you know, put it into the book and it helped me create my signature talks. Like you're saying my webinars, my group. And, and at the end of each, right. uh, a strategy that I borrowed from Dan Kennedy's books is at the end of every chapter, I have a call to action. And mine was, I wanted to grow my Facebook group. I wanted to take people off of Amazon and move them into a platform that I could own. And so if on Amazon, you know, I don't control the opt-ins there unless I put it on. A, you don't know who's buying your book. So you, yeah. So you want to have like, we put, we, we did the same thing. We yeah. put, um, I encourage my clients to put different reasons people should come over to your website to get a checklist or a blueprint or, or the latest training or the latest links and that kind of stuff. Right. And then we have like a bonus offer right in the beginning of the book, because that way, even if people are just doing a look inside, even if they haven't even bought your book, they can still take up your offer. Right. So, uh, yeah. so it's just a matter of uh, making your book into a working tool for you. Right. And I still don't get a lot of, uh, you have to have, be pushing a lot of books through on Amazon to actually get people from Amazon to come into, you have to have a very, very compelling offer, I think. Right. Do you find yeah. that? Well, I, I, I'm, 
All I did was use it. I just used the Amazon, uh, the people that buy it on Amazon, they end up in my Facebook group still two years after. And I don't oh, even- you invite them to come and join the group. I literally have not promoted my book in months. I mean, probably a year. Like I did it the first, you know, six months after I wrote it. And then I just quit promoting it. And then I would just throw it in my wow boxes or send it to clients or send it to prospects or event organizers or sell it at events. Do you events. find that it's useful as a, as a sort of a door opener, like for uh, giving it to people when, when they're thinking about using you as a, a consultant or whatever, or as a coach and you send, you'll give them a physical book. I, I find they're very powerful at a live event Yes. if you're the speaker, to have your book there. so that I feel like you almost have to have one now. So I'm in the National Speakers Association. I'm on the board of directors for the Colorado chapter, which is one of the top chapters in all of NSA. And so I know a lot of speakers and I know a lot about the business of speaking now. And having a book is almost like, like you were saying, it's, it's almost like just having a business card. You have to have one. There's, it's almost not even negotiable at this point in the speaking business i don't think it's seen as a failure if you haven't written a book like if you're trying to be taken seriously as a professional speaker have and you have haven't it. written a book it's like what what's wrong with you right you know seriously oh, yeah. you have to have like, it. even we even have people on our team that will write it for you they'll just interview it right out of you you know because <laughs> there's no reason anymore like seriously i say to my clients that are agonizing over their books i'm like have you have you got a presentation? Because let's just record it and we turn that into your book. You know, it doesn't have to be that hard. This yeah. book I wrote in one day. I don't like to tell people that because they don't believe me. But it's a great yeah. book and people love it. It was just yeah. the things that people are always asking me. Some content out of one of my presentations and the things that people should be asking and some tips on you know getting speaking and podcasting and stuff like that. Right? It doesn't have to be that hard. People just. But like you, I found it very difficult to write the first one. But then it's gotten easier over time. It, you, you systemize. So we've got templates now, and it's literally just fill in this, fill in this, and your book is written, right? So yeah, it's and you know, think like you were saying, like what's the purpose of the book? Start with the end in mind. Start with who it's for. What's the big problem that you're trying to solve for them? Keep it simple. Don't I? I think first-time authors like me, <laughs> the, the mistakes that I made were trying to make it too much make it simpler, just keep, you know, keep the process simple, keep the message, the outcome, the deliverable that you want it to have, just keep that entire process simpler. And now I can crank out books like you can too. You know, it's, yeah. it's a lot easier, not even books, just all kinds of content. I'm more clear, the book process helped me figure out like what my, what it is that I do, you know, versus all of this nebulous 25 years of marketing experience, which could be anything, right? making it more specific and narrow, this is the framework, which helps me create other things a lot easier. It just becomes faster. Cool. Okay. So you're doing a lot of really, I know you've got a lot of amazing stuff to share. So I don't want to get too deep in the book stuff, but thank you so much. I just love tapping into your amazing brain. So then you, um, Let's talk about the whole, what you're teaching your clients and what you're doing in your business to grow that influencer brand and now attract your dream clients at that higher level. So would you say if we were to put it your, your uh, what I like to call the fast millionaire formula into a, into a system, for you it would be, uh, you know, like say you wanted to make a million dollars, you would just go out and set a price, let's say, what would be a a price that you would feel comfortable to sell a high, high level program at? I mean, my new, what I consider high level is 
$5,000 minimum. I mean, that's what I, that's just where I'm at. Um, so you, so, you want to make a million dollars in a year, for instance, you could just mm -hmm. sell 20 people into a $5,000 program, which I've done many times. Yes. Right? You know, you come up with something that's an irresistible offer for 5,000. That is a solution to a problem that your clients have, that your prospects have, mm -hmm. your community has. Yes. You sell 20 people in, you deliver great results for those 20 people. You've made your first 100,000. Then mm -hmm. you, you go out and you could actually put the Five, price up because you've now proven that people got results, right? So now you could actually, you could now put 10 people in at 10,000 and now you've made your second 100,000, right? Yeah. yeah. And you just do that until you make a million. Or put people on a retainer. So I have $5,000 level cl clients that are on a retainer with me. So it's not just a $5,000 one-time shot. It's $5,000 a month, right? So that's a lot. And it's one client. So it, there's easier ways to make money. I, the, the, the mistake that I see, it's a limiting belief more than a mistake, really, that entrepreneurs have is that, especially women, this is why I wrote Boss Women Rock, because I talk about pricing in that book, is that we undervalue ourselves. And so that's why when we, when we're new entrepreneurs and we see people selling coaching programs for, you know, build your membership at $47 a month, it seems like, it seems like it's going to be easier to sell because it's low ticket. And really that's a limiting belief. Like you were saying, it's easier to actually sell high ticket <laughs> to people that have a, a big problem. And if you can solve this huge problem for someone and they'll pay you 5,000 or 50,000 or $100,000 to solve that problem for them, that's actually easier to sell than it is to sell a $47 program to tens of thousands of people. Cause you've got to build an, on the low ticket level, you've got to build this huge audience. It might take you years and years and years. You've got to have a huge email list to have to have all these relationships, all this authority and all that. So that's actually setting up a sales system it's just as much work to set up a, a system to sell a product that's high ticket as it is to set up a system to sell something that's low ticket because even though it it might be easier to get the well you might think it's going to be easier to get them in at the light lower price you've got to get it in front of so many people because as we know but a lot of people don't think about this there's probably only one to two percent of people who see your sales offer or, you know, if it, even if it's on TV or heard, if they hear it on the radio, who are ready at that particular time, who are looking for you and ready to buy, right? So it would mean you got to just keep getting in front of them that many more times if you've got a low ticket offer. If you got to- yeah, If you're selling a $97 a month program, you would need to, you would need to have a list of about 10,000 people or an audience with 10,000 people in it in order to convert that 1% of now buyers into actual, you know, cash. That's still not going to be a million dollar business. The math doesn't add up, but it, so it's, it's way harder to build an audience of 10,000 people than it is to go find one person that'll give you 10,000 bucks. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to make six figures or seven figures with bigger offers, solving bigger problems. That's, that's um, my okay. So how do our listeners, how do they figure out what those, how to make those irresistible offers? Like what is the secret to figuring out what is a big problem that each of us, we all have different skill sets, right? So what would be your advice? I know what you know, advice I give, but what advice would you give to somebody who comes to you and they're like, Oh, well, I don't have anything that somebody would pay me $5,000 a month for. How do you help them get out of that limited thinking? Well, first, 
okay, so number one, it's, this is not marketing mumbo jumbo. You do have to be able to solve a huge problem for someone. And, um, and so that's the first thing is what problem can you solve? Doing inventory of yourself. What are your gifts and talents? What are the things that you know that other people don't know? Let's say you're a copywriter. This is an example. And you're, you're good at writing, you're good at writing and you're good at writing and you're good at writing copy for sales pages or landing pages or something like that. If you could create, if you can prove that your copy can improve conversions on websites or improve sales conversions for coaches selling a program or something like that, and you have results to back it up. If I'm trying to, to fill my mastermind program or sell magazine funnels or whatever it is, it's worth it to me to pay you to solve the problem of the copy because I know that it's an investment in my business. Yeah. Right. So, you, so number one, you, you do have to be able to solve a problem. You've got to do, you've got to know what you're really good at. And then you've got to go get proof that you're really good at it. And that's usually where people get hung up is they'll say, I've got this unique experience. I've got these great skills or things that I know, knowledge that I know that other people don't know, but I don't know how to prove it because I've only, maybe you've only ever done it for yourself, right? I would actually say it goes a little bit further back, sorry to interrupt, but um, it's, it's that we don't actually realize how valuable, the things that come easily to us, mm -hmm. We don't generally, this is what I see a lot. And I, I run mastermind groups where we mastermind with each other. And what frequently comes out is that um, people have exceptional skill set in something, but because it comes easily to them or they've been doing it for so long, they don't realize what a talent it is and how valuable it is to others. And so that's kind of where having a mentor or coaches like us really helps them because they, uh, you know, we can help them extract that that unique genius zone as you were talking about you know that uh that skill set or something that is valuable as a problem right. solver and then help them package it up in the right way so let's talk about that packaging because i'm aware of the time and i i uh, i want to make sure that we cover some of this great stuff that you have to share about packaging up your offers mm -hmm. and positioning yourself as an influencer and as a highly credible expert Right. So way that's authentic and we're, yeah, we're not talking marketing. I love that you qualified that because yeah. we're not saying anyone can do this. We're saying it takes a little bit of foundational work. You want to really get clear on what is the problem that you're solving and for who. Yeah. And if you don't know that, if you're not, if you're not sure, if you have a hunch, if you're like, I think I could be really good at this. I think I could turn it into an offer. My advice is number one, believe it. Like you're saying, you have to believe that it's, that you can do it. But number two, I would go do it for other people. Don't try to sell it as a big program to a hundred people yet. Go sell it to one person, go sell it to two people, to five people, work out the kinks, work out what your process is, document, like we were saying earlier at the beginning of the show, write out what your process is because you're going to have to be able to replicate it, not just for yourself and not for your, your one client, but you're going to have to be able to replicate it and continue to get results over and over and over again. Um, so that's where I was going with that, the, the idea of, um, you know, knowing, yes, being confident and being able to get predictable, scalable, scalable results for more people other than yourself. Very cool. So, okay. So you 
discovered speaking. Yeah. And you went, this is a superpower. Mm -hmm. Then what happened? You started getting intentional. Yes. So I, so at one of my speaking events, there was a keynote speaker. I was used to being on the panel and she was a keynoter and I, I saw what she was doing and I started, I started to see it as a business. I started to recognize the roles versus just showing up at an event and going, oh, that was fun. And that speaker was inspiring. And let me get her autograph or a photo for my Instagram. I started to take a step back and look at it from a business standpoint. Okay. Well, there's keynoters, there's panelists, there's opening acts, there's breakout room speakers, there's all these different types of speakers. What kind of speaker do I want to be? Who do I want to be like? And so I started to get mentors. I started to get coaches. I started to get role models. I started investing in myself. And I spent a lot of money investing with coaches and mentors to become a a good speaker and to package up my ideas and package up my brand and, and and work on my show, work on my stories, work on, work on my flow and my style and all those different things. And so that was the next step for me was investing with mentors and coaches and, and learning the business of the speaking business. And you do a lot of speaking now. So you're, um, you're, you've worked your way into a, a, a very influential position at the National Speakers Association, which is a really great play because um, they're a huge organization and um, I, was, I was with the National Speakers Association of Australia and just the networking is fantastic, right? So, um, and what you can learn from all the other speakers and um, so, okay. So, the, and then you do speaking at other conferences. How do you market yourself as a speaker to other people's conferences? Hi, this is Sydney and thanks for listening to the show today. If you liked today's episode, please let us know. Hit the subscribe button so you can get updates on our new episodes. Leave us a comment or review. We love all of your feedback. Share the show with your friends and most importantly, come introduce yourself at our free online community at millionairestraining.org.